Welcome to On Being Human. My name is Kathleen Dusabau, and I'm a wife, mother, high school assistant principal, certified integrative health coach, and Reiki master teacher. I'm honored that you've decided to come along on this journey and exploration of the human experience with me. I'm so excited for you to listen to this conversation, so let us begin. Hello and welcome to On Being Human, a place where we create supportive practices to build the life we desire. This is your host, Kathleen Dusabout, and I am so happy and grateful that you're here with me today. Today, we'll explore ways to amplify our intuition while building deep trust and self-reliance within ourselves. We, as humans, have an inner knowing, though the world around us is frequently so noisy that we're unable to hear what we already know. In many traditions, this inner knowing is symbolized by a flame housed within the chamber of the heart. This flame holds all the wisdom you will ever need. I ask you the question, do you have a practice which allows you to connect to your heart space in a way that feels good for you? Is there a method that you have activated in your life right now, whether it's part of a daily practice a morning ritual, a morning routine, um, a safety stop, so to speak, in between work and home, something that you uh, participate in or look forward to before you go to bed at night, I, I encourage you to think of something that you do. And if not, today we can look at ways and options for you to really have a way to connect with your heart space. And in, in turn to that, be able to connect to your intuition and that inner knowing that we all have deep, deep within ourselves. I think often we look outside of ourselves for validation. Um, I know I do sometimes if I'm trying to make a decision between two or three or what have you, different options, I'll ask some of those closest to me what their opinion is or what they think. And this is something I do less and less as I move through the stage in my life because I do have this beautiful connection to my intuition that I'm so incredibly grateful for. And it has absolutely grown and evolved over time. And I know it was present in my being and who I am as an individual even before I knew it was actually a concept or before I had the language to apply to this as being quote unquote intuition or inner guidance or inner knowing. So let's look at several ways you can open up and connect to your heart space and really be able to hear all of the answers and the wisdom you have within yourself. For one, a meditation practice is a beautiful way to infuse a ritual into your day, a quiet space, a way that you can tune in to um, less noise and more quiet. Next could be prayer. If you're someone who is not really in tune to meditation, if it's not something that you really would like to give a shot, so to speak, your prayer, if you have a prayer practice, if not, this could also be an option for you where you set aside that time, even if it's only simply moments to express gratitude or ask for guidance or protection or whatever that might look like for you 
it's that act of connection with something greater than yourself too that can be really amplifying the words and the knowing that you have within yourself. Probably one of the simplest ways to do this is to find stillness in your day. It could be pulling into a park on the way home from work and taking a quick walk or even just staying in your car and taking in the sights of nature and being still. No music, no phones, no texting, no outside noise other than whatever is naturally provided to you. And I do feel that another little trick to this would be closing your eyes and really going inward and seeing that flame in your heart and allowing it to guide you or offer clarity on anything that you might seek support in. Stillness and time in nature, I feel like, are two of the pieces that can overlap. Um, Time in nature does not have to necessarily be still. Time in nature can be a hike, can be a walk, can be a picnic by yourself, taking yourself to lunch. And being still and with nature and your own thoughts as you dive in and are open to receiving whatever messages are there for you or whatever ponderings you really need a little bit of more clarity on. When I think back to some of the ways intuition has had a profound effect on me, one example I can give is my first ever teaching job. And I showed up one end of June, early July, summer day, and I met with a principal of a junior high school, and it was an instant knowing that this is someone that I wanted to work with, this is a building I wanted to work in. I had such a beautiful conversation with him. I felt so validated in what I was able to bring to the school and to the district And I knew before leaving that interview that that was a place that I would be working. And sure enough, that was my first venture into education. I'm grateful for that experience that I had with this building leader and with all of my colleagues that I worked with during those few years that I was teaching ninth grade. And I learned so much about important topics that helped me later in life, for example, I didn't know what a 403B was. I wasn't thinking about retiring when I was 22 years old, but this community that was in this building was such a special place that we spent time together. We were taught things by one another. For example, like I mentioned, why it's so important to start saving for retirement so young and really being able to socialize with each other, refine our teaching craft together and really have a fun time in the process. So looking back now, I am not surprised at all. Not that I was surprised back then either, but that was a strong affirmation from my intuition that this was a place that I was to be. And I'm so thankful that I had that opportunity. Similarly, all three of the homes that I had purchased as an adult were huge yeses to me right from the first moments that I had set foot onto the property or inside the walls. There was no surprise, and throughout my life, as I've moved several times, I've been in countless, I mean, I can't even venture a guess. I would say it's probably close to 
100 homes that I had been in from the time that I was looking for my first home to 11 years ago when we were looking for a home to live in that we're now in. They, all three places, were absolutely some place that I felt at home in that had a positive complementary energy to myself. And they weren't places that I ever debated, well, should we put down an offer or should we not? They were very strong yeses from the moment that I walked through the door. I, I would love to know and I would love for you to consider how has something similar shown up for you in your life? Is there a time when you were making a big decision? Maybe not even a super huge decision, but a pretty big decision. We tend to, um, or at least I shouldn't speak for you, at least I tend to go back and forth when I'm overwhelmed or when I'm stressed. I really try to dig in a lot to whether I should do X or Y or Z. So I would love for you to take a moment and think about where that has shown up for you, where there was no vacillation between two options. There was an affirmative from the moment that you asked the question of whether or not you should do something. Another example is my decision to work with a coach in a grouping, um, a group coaching program on Space Alchemy. And it was someone who I hadn't known before, but in finding her website and looking at her offerings and the way she spoke and the activities she was providing and the questions she was asking, this was a huge yes right off the bat. And I signed up for this coaching program before there was even a web page dedicated to it with all of the details ironed out and which modules would look like what depending on which week it was. So there are times that I can't decide and I joked with her about this. I can't decide which flavor ice cream I want. But when it came to signing up for this group coaching container, I knew right away this was a yes. I signed up before the program even launched. And I think it was probably two months before the program launched, actually. And it has been one of the best decisions, has been a very transformative process for me being on this journey. And I'm still going through this program now. But that is one example that I can highlight from my own life that was a huge yes right off the bat. So the last example I would like to give for you today, I won't go into all the details. Um, I might get a little emotional, so I'm going to put that disclaimer out there. But a few years ago, we were invited to a post-Christmas party. And the holidays tends to be very full, um, a little bit of a frenetic energy. We're going from place to place and shopping and wrapping and packing and cooking and shopping and all those things. So in this last number of years, I have certainly taken a lesson from this example that I'm going to share about slowing down and about really tuning into my intuition, which sometimes comes through in an uncomfortable way and comes through as a warning. 
And so there was a post-holiday party that we were scheduled to attend, and it just didn't feel right. I knew I needed to go because it was a gathering of a few families that we hadn't seen in a very long time. I knew it would be fun. There were logistical pieces that needed to be sorted out. And by that, I mean there was a secret Santa. So we were buying gifts for different kids of different genders of different ages. Then it was changing a little bit. So we had to return some gifts and get more gifts. And then I wanted to buy a hostess gift for the family. So that was um, in the form of a snow globe, like an an excuse me, an engraved snow globe. So even though I had this ominous feeling about whether we should go or not, a lot of details went into making it happen. And so I was pushing through and pushing through, even though for probably two weeks, I had this, this feeling that I just couldn't shake. So it's the day of, and I'm trying to decide something little. Do I wear contacts or do I wear glasses? This isn't something I normally obsess over. It's normally an easy decision. But for whatever reason, this still stands out for me. I kept trying to determine, do I wear my contacts or do I wear my glasses? So I went with the glasses. They were fairly new. I think I'd only had them for six months. I really loved them. (laughs) They were glasses that... Um, I thought were stylish and I felt good in them. So we head out the door. I don't know. We probably left around noon, head on over to this party, have a great time. And that was a few years, I think it was, into having our dog. And so the day at this party flew by and we normally feed our dog right after school. The kids will feed her oftentimes once they get home. That's somewhere around the neighborhood of 4 o'clock, 4.30. And so I looked at the clock and I saw it was probably, I think it was close to 6 o'clock. And a lot of what happens after this is um, a little emotional for me. So I might breeze through parts of it. But I started rushing around, saying our goodbyes, and trying to get home to take care of our dog. It had been a long time since she was out, and she was certainly overdue on dinner or past due on dinner time. So I was in rush mode, like full-on rush mode. Heading to the car, I tripped over extension cord lights, the Christmas lights. It was Christmas time, and I love the shoes that I was wearing. I had these beautiful suede stiletto boots that it took a long time. I eventually did wear them again. I think it's only been maybe twice. It could only be once, but I think maybe two times I've worn them since then. But I really, really hurt myself and ended up in the emergency room. So I share this example because there was certainly this feeling that I couldn't really comprehend. And I've learned so many lessons from that. I absolutely know that around the holidays, I need to slow down. And I really incorporate that practice into my life all the time, not just around the hectic holiday season. Um, So I wouldn't necessarily change what happened. The interesting part connected to my glasses is that my eyeglasses, when I fell, I fell on my face, my hands were in my pockets. And I couldn't brace my fall. So my eyeglasses actually cut open the bridge of my nose. 
and I required stitches. So the glasses were done and I asked the question and no one really knows. Did the glasses, yes, they caused harm. Yes, they, they caused lacerations, pretty bad ones, but could it have been worse if I weren't wearing them? Would I have damaged my eyes, my physical eyeballs? Could I have caused more damage had I not been wearing them? So you, you put together this feeling of, oh my gosh, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And then you put together the, do I wear glasses or contacts? And some might say, I'm reading into it too much. I say, and I know that I had this intuitive knowing that something was approaching, something dark was going to happen. And I turned that darkness into light over time, for sure. And there was a lot of healing and a lot of processing that came out of that experience. And that's really the beginning of my work with energy work and meditation and connecting to a beautiful life of supportive practices that I, I appreciate so, so very much. I can't even tell you. So since then, I consistently check in with how I feel and what I need and which sensations I'm sensing. And I encourage you to do that too. So when you are finding that stillness and when you are needing to connect to that heart space and wanting to hear your own intuition, you have to quiet out the outside noise. Quiet out. Is that really? <laughs> I'm going to coin the phrase, quiet it out. Um, you want to silence the noise in your environment. You must at the beginning so you can really tune in and hear what that flame is sharing with you. So I would encourage you to explore some of the things that we talked about at the beginning of this episode in terms of connecting with your heart space, whether that be through meditation, whether it be through your prayer practice, through stillness. It can be uncomfortable to be still. It can be uncomfortable to try to quiet our thoughts. Don't worry about shutting out the noise in your mind. Let that go. Let that come through. Don't try to control it too much. Having your brain or wishing your brain to stop thinking is kind of like saying, heart, stop beating. It doesn't work that way. Your brain will continue. But you can still be still and access those messages that will be so incredibly fruitful and beneficial for you if you do that. And then, of course, one of the other pieces we, sp we spoke about was time in nature. Getting your feet in the grass, grounding with that nature energy, that natural Mother Earth grounding energy. And thinking of in your life where intuition has spoken to you. For me, it's been in some of the big, the big parts, the home purchases, the jobs that I was going to jump into, the people and the synchronicities I've met, which that could be another episode. I've been so fortunate that the most incredible people have entered my life in the funniest ways. <laughs> and where alignment and synchronicity come together and have really become soul families to me. So 
We'll end this with an exercise. I'll offer an exercise for you to tap into your heart space. So maybe not right now, or maybe pause this podcast episode and find your favorite candle and light a candle. Light a candle in a little corner of this world where you can sit and then be still. You can bring your notebook or your journal with you. So if you can carve out 10 or 15 minutes for this after we depart, light a candle, be still, and state this with me. I hold deep gratitude for my intuition as in stillness it leads me to the truth. I hold deep gratitude for my intuition as in stillness it leads me to the truth. How is your intuition speaking to you? What message does it want you to hear? Is there a question or a decision that you've been trying to make, but in your mind you don't want to make the wrong one? Ask that question. Say it out loud. What's the first thing you hear? What's the answer? Because you know what it is. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I am so grateful that you've chosen to spend your time with me. And my hope is always that something in this episode serves you and serves those you love. And please like, share, and subscribe. I'm always so grateful for you as a listener. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care.